This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Someone asked me on Shabbos, A little technical difficulty. You said this is Shear uh, 943, which it is. I was there were 657 kilo shears. So in effect, if you add it up, this is really shear 1,600. I love you, Rabbi I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. So what were they asking me on Shabbos? They wanted to know if I put out food for the birds. Do you put out Shabbashira? Do you feed the birds on Shabbashira? Okay. Some people, and they ask me, is this a minig? Is a minig? Or do you have to feed the birds on Shabbashira? Okay. We'll talk about that very shortly. But before we get to the birds, let's talk about a little of the snow. No, it started snowing around 5 o'clock yesterday. We came home from shul. Uh, it's 5 o'clock on Friday, right? So we came home from shul, and the railings, uh, as you walk up the steps, if you have railings, were covered with snow. <coughs> so if you want to hold, grab onto the railing, you're really grabbing onto the snow. So what you want to grab onto the railing, but the snow is there. So is the snow muksa? Or maybe even more than books is a nylon. Snowing on Shabbos. Those are nylon. So is a snow muksa, is a snow nylon? And Moshe says, yeah, snow is muksa and snow is nylon. Well, like everything else, it's two as but Rabbi Moshe held that uh, when you grab this onto the railing and you're grabbing the snow and the snow is going on your hand, you're in effect moving a nylon. You're moving a muksa. So there's something to be concerned with. And then, on the way home, it's snowing. And you take a look at your hat, you got snow on your hat. Now, how do you handle the snow on your hat? So we said a few times at that point the snow is still pretty light. So you take off your hat and you start shaking your hat to get the snow off, that could be a problem with Skeeter. So what else are you going to do? So I was trying it with my hat. I was trying to tap the hat, take the hat off, and tap the hat, and the snow should fall off. The snow wasn't cooperating. It did not fall off. So to shake the hat, that could be a problem with Skeeter if it's Balua. To tap it, it didn't come off. So what was my other option? To take it with my hand and take it off? No, that's a muksa, that's a What am I going to do? 
to blow it off. Ah, blow it off? Did it blow off? Yes. I allowed to blow Muksan Shabbos before Shra Ramor, right? Shinches, Sif Aleph. So the Ramor says you allowed to blow, blow it. That's tiltable gufo, like it's not tiltable biad. As long as it's not tiltable biad, you're allowed to blow the snow off. So that's the best way of handling the snow. Does everyone agree with blowing a mudaba muksa's mutta? Chazanishal's no. Chazanishal blowing a dava muksa is not muksa. That's not muksa. That's not tiltable gufo. Tiltable gufo means with your elbow, with your back, with your head. Uh, this is not tilted begufo. There's a chazanish held seemingly. Either Ramon says this mutter. So the Ramon held mainly that blowing is mutter for tzach mekaymai. Utzach gufo. So it could be, maybe this is utzach mekaymai. You needed your hat. The mock of your hat clear of anything else. Up in any event, the Ramon says blowing adoba muksa is not a problem. And then the shaila is, but what about the rock salt? Is rock salt muksa? No, rock salt is not muksa because it was bought to be used. Yibal, it's not stam like stones. Stones is muksa, but rock salt is not muksa. So if you should say, Yochid, you want to put rock salt on your steps or wherever you wanted to put it? Bechara, that's muta. What about shoveling the snow? You should say, Yochid. There was nothing to shovel, certainly at night. I don't think so. But even if maybe later at night a guy came or you had a guy to shovel the snow. We spoke about this many times. This potentially could freeze up. Sehezek the Rabbin. Well, this is Muta. To shovel yourself. And you should say, Yochet, someone asked me. He has an old, there's an old mother in law. And they live adjoining houses. And uh, it was hard for her to walk, maybe on, on the snow, or certainly if it freezes up. And he had a no guy to shovel the snow. And we should say, Yochid, is there a problem shoveling snow? Well, we said the snow is muksa. So if he's shoveling, he himself is shoveling snow, does the muksa. Well, he's not doing the diodayim, he's doing it with a shovel. So is the shovel tilted the gufo? Is this tilted? Tilted him on you have to be able to walk. So the Mishnah Baruch holds us and tilts them outside with tzarech You can shovel the snow with a shovel. The Chazanish, and particularly not only the Chazanish, Rabbi Shulchan Acharav held the shovels a yad arichta. So it's like shoveling with your, taking the snow with your hand. It's a yad arichta to shovel. So if it's a yad arichta, it becomes a problem. Oh, but if you're concerned with hezek, it's going to freeze up, and you have an old lady there. So on such a knife and lachara. You should be able to be makele. The big problem that comes or is constantly with us, and it's asked many times, my hands are chapped, chapped hands. This is the time of the year for chapped hands in particular. So what do they want? They want to put some sort of Vaseline there. So you got two problems with that. The Vaseline, Mareach, that we can handle. You dab it on. No Mareach. No, mamareach. Just dab it on. Mamareach means shmir. Dabbing it on. There's no mamareach. Oh, but the problem is a different problem. What about refus? Refus, lechara, chapped hand is probably a michush. That's chalapachus. I don't know how bad the, uh, the irritation is, but lechalapachus should be a michush. 
And how are you going to handle the michush? Well, that becomes more of a problem. The Shulchan says that the chapped hand is on the hand. So put the oil that you would normally put on the uh, higher up on the uh, hand and let it just strip down. Well, isn't that Marapa? Yeah, but that's on such a knife and Chazal was in Geisda, Rufus. On such a knife and the Stamadosa said not the Dech to be uh, to do during the Chol. So Halidei Shino, they were in Geisda on such a knife and so that would be a potential hector if that will work. One Shaila that has to be Mavar, uh, sleeping insomnia. Had a few people ask me about this, seemingly this becoming more of a problem for many people, sleeping insomnia. And what they do, I'm told, they sleep with a mask on their face. And I keep asking the same question, how does the mask work? Uh, it's on before, but seemingly when you breathe in, uh, they may, you may be activating something. So I need more input in, in regard to sleeping insomnia, how that mask? Apnea. apnea, sleeping apnea, okay. Sleeping apnea, how this works, I really don't fully understand. And then again, what is the, what's the problem? How serious is the problem? If the problem is people, they say people could die from this. <laughs> people could die from this. So what's the Shiloh? There's no Shiloh. But I imagine each case could be different, and I don't know how the mask works officially, and I asked two or, two, two or three people who are involved in using this, and I haven't gotten a clear answer. So if someone could explain to me how this works, I would be more than happy to listen. And then someone asked me, is there a heta for using a filter on Shabbos, on your water? Okay, uh, I personally don't. We actually uh, fill up the containers there of Shabbos. I told him that that's, we are in this, we fill up the containers there of Shabbos. But he wants to know if we didn't, or if someone didn't, is there a potential heter here? Heterim? Yes, we always can find heterim. The Chazanish held, you just open the faucet and let it run for 10 or 15 seconds. And that's Kayach Rishon. The water that comes after that is Kayach Sheni, that's a grama. Is a grama mutter for Spardim? Yes, on Shabbos. On Bnei Ashkenaz, only with Mokam Mitzvah, Mokam Hafsit. So if, it's, if there's a potential Mitzvah, Mokam Hafsit, Bukhari should be able to find a hat. I remember going back when this whole Indian broke, who knows how many years ago, maybe 10, 12 years ago. And I, the first person who found these Shratzim in the water, uh, contacted me and I, at one point I certainly was a little uh, not convinced of the whole matter because I always filled my glass of water, looked at it, took it out in the sun, where's the shorotsim? I don't see shorotsim. If they're there, well, I'm swallowing shorotsim now. So I don't see these shorotsim I'm swallowing now. I don't see the shorotsim in the water. So I didn't know what the problem was. Uh, but, uh, in effect, it was explained to me that the shorotsim that I'm swallowing now could never be seen only on the microscope. Of a shrotsim in the water at one point were visible and then they became in, invisible because of the chlorine that they put in, but they became more visible. And so I said, okay, and this fellow wanted to sh- come to my house and show me that I had shrotsim in my water. So he came to me one Motsai Shabbos about 11.30, a quarter to 12. 
And he stayed there for 45 minutes testing my water, testing my patience too. I would like to go to sleep. But in any event, uh, he couldn't find any shots in. Uh, he says, but can I use my loop? I didn't, at the beginning, I said, you can't use that loop. <laughs> but, he, but he couldn't find it without the loop. So I needed the loop. Couldn't find it with the loop. So is there a possibility that I have to him that the bugs don't come to me? Maybe. <laughs> it could be. Maybe my him the bugs, and they keep away from me. But they didn't find any... Okay, so at least we, but maybe certain other times of the day, maybe they're sleeping at a quarter to 12 where I should have been. I don't know where they're doing at a quarter to 12 at night, the shrubs. But it seems to me that every drop of water doesn't have a shirts. I would imagine that to be almost a safe statement. I can't tell you that for sure. But I think within reason to think that's a safe statement. So Bamis is Salmonanimus Gavin. Am I miscavin? No, I'm not miscavin. Is this a psychration? No, it's not a psychration. It's not miscavin. But what do I have the filter there? I have the filter because it's a protection. So is there a mockum to say that derech gromo, mockum tsarech, the chazanish is gromo, mockum tsarech, if the person needed water and he had guests and whatever reason he needed water? And it's not a Korazach that the bugs are going to be there in that glass or that bottle of water. Is there a Mokum to be Mekel? Yeah, I imagine there's a Mokum to be Mekel if a person wants to be Bishasatchak. Do I do that? No, I fill up my container. The water's the, the water before Shabbos. And I don't recall ever using the filter on Shabbos to drink, to wash my hands. I always use the filter. I don't need the filter to wash my hands. Okay, the question is, someone asked me one of the, in Hamblin, uh, asked me, you're kind of walking up a flight of steps, and there's no gates, you're in a Carmelist, uh, the uh, area in front of your house is a Carmelist, and the step one, step two, step three, what kind of shit is that, that step? So he wanted a Taina, that step probably it's not dollar al dollar, right? Maybe more than dollar long, but it's not dollar wide, so it's not dollar al That step is a machin and I didn't think so. Why? For two reasons: a machin petur becomes that too is a machlekes, but we pass in a machin petur becomes. Others hold yesh malkin petur becomes, but we paskin a malkin petur becomes. But even if you're going to say that there is a malkin petur in a carmelis, what is a normally a malkin petur? A malkin petur is a place where it's not a heluch derabim. A rishus derabim has to be a heluch derabim. A carmelis also has to be a heluch derabim. You don't have the other petur, things that make a carmelis into a carmelis beside rishus derabim. Of the steps is constantly you walk up and down, up and down, up and down. This is a hilach derabim. A malkin tour is not normally a hilach derabim. We see, for example, a bridge or a boardwalk. What is a bridge or a boardwalk? Well, I'll just want to say a bridge or a boardwalk maybe is a carmelis. How can it be a carmelis? It's lavalamiyot. How can it be a shizarabim? It's lavalamiyot. How can it be a shizayochi? It's not. So what is it, a Mugham Batur? It really doesn't fit so well into any one of the Arab Shuyas. 
So others want to say, there's a Negris Maisha here, that Amolif is a bridge, if there's some Achribu going over the bridge, is there just around him? But how can it be Rish Sarabim? It's Malamiyod. Oh, normally Rish Sarabim is not Malamiyod because not it's Malamiyod is not a Hilach Darabim. It's not a Karmelis, it's not a Hilach Darabim. Oh, but could you have a Mola Karmelis Malamiyod? Could you have a Rish Not very likely, but it could be because it becomes a Hilach Darabim. So once a Zach becomes a Hilach Darabim, then already there's a different Torah. So this so-called Malkam Petur in a Karmelis, which those who hold there's no Malkam Petur in a Karmelis, becomes part of the Karmelis. And even if you say there is a Malkam Petur in a Karmelis, well, that's a Hiluch Therabim. Malkam Petur is not a Hiluch Therabim. Okay, so those steps I would consider in front of the house. There's no fence around the house. I would say that's part of the Karmelis. So Mela, if you want to, whatever you wanted to do on those steps, you wanted to take want to clean off the steps uh, with a shovel or something like that, so you're in a Carmelis. No problem. Not so bullshit. Okay. Someone calls me. They have a, in this program for uh, special uh, children. They hire a teacher and the teacher trying this, trying that. The teacher's not working out. It's not working out. So they want to, well, it's not good for the kids. So they want to get rid of the teacher. So what do they want to do? They say, okay, you want to remain as a assistant teacher? So let you remain as an assistant teacher. But as a teacher, you can't remain. But of course, as an assistant teacher, you get a, the pay as an assistant teacher. So you're going to get a, you have to take a pay cut. You understand? To stay on the staff, if you want to stay on the staff. She has nine children. She, she can't pick a pay cut. Okay, so she wants a regular salary. And they say no. And uh, they say, well, the other option is, uh, you know, go, go, go look for another job. And they ask me, well, how much time do I give her to look for another job? That's a hard question to answer. I don't know the job market when it comes to these things. It's a hard question to answer. And it's another... Uh, there's another thing involved here. I just heard one side of the story. You hear someone called me, and the person who calls me knows me. The teacher, I don't know who the teacher is. And I don't know what she has to say about this whole incident. I don't know her position on this whole incident. So to Paskin and Shiloh, uh, what you should do, Mahari should hear two sides of the story, not just one side of the story. Okay. Uh, yeah, what about this? Yeah, usually Friday morning, when I finish davening, uh, people tell me, Agut Arab Shabbos. Agut Arab Shabbos. Where did that come from? I would normally, when I leave, I tell them, Agut Shabbos. Agut Shabbos. So they tell me, is there any halachic basis to say Agut Arab Shabbos? Uh, it's 8 o'clock in the morning when I'm leaving uh, Darling. <laughs> 8 o'clock in the morning, I could be in Kabul Shabbos. Not only can't I be in Kabul Shabbos, 8 o'clock, I'm in Shabbos, 12 o'clock, before Plaka Mimcha. There's no way if you're in Kabul Shabbos before Plaka Mimcha, the Kabul is not a Kabul. You may have to be in Neris again, if you were in Neris before with a bracha. So what's this? Aguden Arab Shabbos. I usually don't say that. I say, I go to Shabbos, I go to Yor. 
I remember many years ago, <coughs> I was together in, in Rav, uh, Avram Shor's Beit Medrash. And it was right after Pesach. And he said, I, he wished me when I left, I couldn't zoom her. So I looked at him. I said, so why don't you give me a better bracha? So why don't you say, give me a bracha, I could yor. Was it only the summer you want me to have a good summer, that's all? Why don't you tell me a good yor? Where's this, a good zuma, where does this come from? <laughs> so he looked at me and he says, this is what people say, a good zuma. This is the way people say. So, okay, I mean, a good summer. That's the way Arab Shabbos said, not 8 o'clock in the morning, a good Arab Shabbos. I'll be with the person who normally tells me, I go to the Arab Shabbos in the morning, Arab Shabbos. I don't want to be Mavazim. I tell him, I go to the Arab Shabbos and I go to Shabbos and I go to your. So give him a bigger bracha. So he just gave me a small bracha. I'll give him a bigger bracha. I don't see any basis for this. If you hold, you can't say, I go to Shabbos at 8 o'clock in the morning. I think you're making a terrible mistake. I don't see the halachikis in that. I don't see. Can't be Makabal Shabbos 8 o'clock in the morning, Friday morning. Okay, where do we go from here? Pills, vitamin pills. Vitamin pills, Rabbi Meisha writes on that. If there's nothing wrong with you, so why are you taking vitamins? Well, they tell me if I take vitamins, I'll stay healthy. So you're a Bari Gama and you want to take vitamins, there's no problem taking vitamins. I'll leave it to Igus Meisha. When is there a problem? I have deficiency. You have a vitamin D deficiency. The doctor told you to take vitamins. So you take it six days a week. Take it Erev Shabbos, take it Matzai Shabbos. Oh, it's just a deficiency, and it's not a major problem. Uh, so you don't take it on Shabbos. Someone told me this. This is the first time I heard this. He's flying to Eretz Yisrael. I think he's flying on Matzai Shabbos. Flu, maybe last night. And there's a certain pill to make the travel easier. So if you take a pill two or three days before, so the travel going on the plane becomes easier. Okay, this is what they tell me. I, so now ready for it, but he has to take it on Shabbos. So he has to take this pill on Shabbos so he'll have an easier flight. So he wants to know if he can take this traveling pill on Shabbos. No, so Mr. is a barigamal. So the fact that, you know, it makes things easier. But there is an Igris Meisha talking about a Titus. If you want to take a... a uh, I pill on a tinus or even air tinus, so you should be able to fast better. He says he shouldn't do that. So what? So I won't be able to fast. He says don't fast. Now what is he talking about, Yom Kippur? He says so the force you can't take for, to keep your to be able to fast. So the Rishon doesn't want you to fast, so don't fast. So Moshe has a true, but a person who stomach needs a pill to fast is not a barigama, I'd imagine. So I could be there is a chilik between. This case of a person who is a Bari Gama, I think probably it's more a psychological thing than anything else. If you take a pill, you'll probably have an easier flight. It could be on such an and that would be muta. Um, vitamin E, he's not a Bari Gama. He has problems with his skin. He's taking vitamin E on, uh, to help him with these problems. As long as he's not with Sarakal Gufo, he's not an awful Mishkov, Lachari should take the vitamin E, Arab Shabbos, and Matzai Shabbos. Someone told me a story with a microwave. They had something in a microwave, and they're working in an office where there are going there. And the microwave, they use to heat up Chazer and other such things. So she double wraps this 
So she double wrapped it and she realized that the cover popped and it wasn't not double wrapped, the cover was open and there was, there was just a single wrapping around it. So she wanted me to be mounted that. I told her I'm not going to be mounted that, that's a problem. You have a tray for oven. When I asked her if the tray for oven was a benyoma, if it wasn't a benyoma, if it was clean or not, I'm not going to be mounted that. Going back to the original question that we asked, how many of us fed the birds yesterday? Is feeding the birds Shabashira for the birds? You really have to feed the birds on Shabashira. So I know this woman came to me and she said, my good, very good friend told me, don't forget to feed the birds on Shabashira. She came to me wanting to know, is this a Hasidish minigo? Do we have to do it or what? to feed the birds on Shabbos Shira. So I told her, if I had parakeets in my house, I would certainly feed them on Shabbos Shira. I would give them a little more than I gave them on a normal Shabbos. Because it depends. What's the problem? To feed birds on a normal Shabbos, on Shabbos, to feed the birds is awesome. To feed any behemoth that's not yours, that could survive on their own, to feed cats. Your cats you have to feed. Your dog you have to feed. Your birds you have to feed. But that's no tircha because you're you're mukhayev to feed the bird. If it's your bird, they can't they're in a cage. They can't they don't have access to the world to eat off the uh Shalom's uh, food in the world. So but this is not yours, these are birds. Thou shall have kids. So if it was a normal Shabbos, it would be awesome. Oh, is Shabbos Shiro, this is not a normal Shabbos because you feed the birds. So like everything else, I am a Morgan Avram. Morgan Avram says Shabbos Shira to feed the birds. Like and not any, it's like any other Shabbos. You can't feed birds Shalhaske on Shabbos. It's not good to that. And those who are doing it, they're not doing the right thing. Okay, those the Morgan Avram. says, Those are many Israel. Any other Shabbos, there's no such a many. So you can't say does a tircha. It's not a tircha. Does a mini So the Al Hashokan says to feed the birds and Shabashira on Shabashira. We're talking about you're putting the uh, the crumbs or whatever you're putting the bread in Shusayochit, you're not bringing in Shusarabim. That of course we're not talking about that's no shilin would be also the Dibri Hako. We're not talking about even an Akamalis. That is also what we're talking about in your backyard, which is the Rishas HaYochel. Could you put out the foods for, to feed the birds? So the Orch HaShochel says, those are many Gisrael. It does. As Torah, Masham also says those are many Gisrael. Why do you want to start out with a many Gisrael? If there's no reason to feed the birds, then it's not motor. But if it's your birds, then there's a reason. If it's a many Gisrael, there's a reason. So go feed the birds. The Ochashuchan, Das Torah says feed the birds. The Morgan of Rome says, that's not right. What are you feeding the birds? I, the minig, the minig is not a, a proper minig. Whoever's feeding the birds on Shabbos, Shira is not doing the right thing. Machlekes. Mishnah Brura comes down and brings down the Morgan Avram. says, right, you don't feed the birds on Shabbos Shira. 
So, Machlekes, there is an Eishel Avrami Buchach. The Eishel Avrami Buchach says what he did, what did he do himself? Al Yerei Cotton used to feed the birds. He didn't put out the bird food himself in the would have a cotton to it. So male of a cotton do it, well, wait a minute, if it's an Isidra Abonim, Sayyidai Cotton is a shus the shus. So he says, no, this Isidra Abonim is a shus cow. This Tichot's business is a shus cow. So male of Yudai Cotton, he himself didn't want to do it. Now Yudai Cotton, he said, the birds, we bederach plow, many times speak about doing malachas. Rabbonim al Yerei Cotton, is that muta or not? This becomes a big machlekes, a paiskim, and there are those who hold even al Yerei Cotton is a shvus the shvus, and others hold uh, now al Yerei Cotton is not a shvus the shvus, especially if it's your cotton, is a big problem. Oh, but, okay, so if you fed the birds, you certainly had Yeshmi Lismoch Olaf, and if you didn't feed the birds, you don't have too much to be concerned with. The topic for this week is the Binyoni Elokisharim. Elokisharim. Kesh could be Kreshim Mata. Kresh is one of the Lamates Malachas. Mata is a separate Malachas. So we have two Malachas. Kresha or Mata. And the question is how does this affect us? <clears throat> the Mishnah tells us they had Gemolim, they had Keshishel Gemolim. We don't have gemolim. I don't know anyone here who owns a gomel, right? Sephonim. We don't have sephonim boats where we make the shorm on top of the boat. Do we ever make a kesher on top of a boat? So how is this normally nogea us? Well, we do have uh, shoelaces. And many of us double knot our shoes. Why do we double knot our shoes? Because one knot doesn't hold so well. So the question is, could you double knot a shoe? Could you take it? And double knot a shoe doesn't make two knots. It means to take a, uh, to, to not put one knot and put a bow on top of the, uh, on the knot. So it should hold tight. Is there any isabedava on Shabbos? This would be Nogea us. Does the Gemara speak about this? The Gemara speaks about shoes, but it were different type of shoes than our shoes. He was shining the but they had high boots and the, the laces were different. Of our shoes, is there any Isa Bedova? Is there any Isa in making a tie on Shabbos? Is this considered a Kesha? Is there any Isa in a belt? We have winter coats and we close our belts. Is there any Isa but doing that? The lace, the tie, the belt, the gartel. Okay? Is there any Isa in knotting the gartel? And what about the plastic ties? The plastic ties. Okay? So Bemis is there's a Mahlikis Hapaiskin. The Gemara, the Mishnah says, Ramea said, If you can open a Kesha with one hand, that's not a Kesha. Kesha has to be something strong. Amits. But if you can open the kesha with one hand, that is not a kesha. I can open my shoelace with one hand, that's not a kesha. I can open my tie with one hand, I'll just pull it off, that's not a kesha. I can open the belt with one hand, that's not a kesha. The gauntlet I can open with one hand, that's not a kesha. The tie quit, the tie 
uh, twist. I can open with one hand. That's not a question. Even if you can open with one hand, that's a question. And who do we paskin like? We paskin like the Chachamim. So we paskin like the Chachamim. So now the question is, could you double match your shoe? Or what about the tie? Or what about the garter? Or what about the coat? Or what about the twist? If we're paskin like the Chachamim. So the answer could be, potentially here, that Bemis is, is a big machalikis here. The machalikis between the Rambam, or the Rif and the Rambam, and the Rashi and the Rosh. The question is, where's the Kesha Shokayoma? So the Shitasa Rashi and the Rosh is a Kesha which was made indefinitely. It was made indefinitely. What does indefinitely mean? So the Kobo says, that indefinitely means the Kesha, when are you chayim on the Kesha Shokayama? It was meant on the eighth day. It's meant to last seven days. It's not a Kayama in Torah. So on the eighth day, it would be even Isra What about from one to seven? Isra What about within that 24 hours before the end of the first? We're talking about one to seven from, the beginning, from day two to day seven. But within the 24 hours itself, what about opening all the kasharim, making kasharim opening, according to the kolbo who has the most homodic kashita, who says after seven days you're a deraisa? Thus is mutter, within 24 hours. Thus is mutter. But come to the kolbo, you shouldn't have too much of a problem. My shoes, I usually don't go to sleep with my shoes, you know. Don't sleep with my shoes on. So if I make a kasher in the morning, uh, it's not going to last for 24 hours because I usually go to sleep uh, before the end of the 24th hour. And certainly if I have a cash, I could open it because it wasn't for 24. Those, that's the most common to Kashita. Kashita's Rashi, Rashi says that a cash has to be there for three Anisid Rice uh, more than a month. Anisid Rabbanan from seven, from the eighth day to the 30th day. But what about uh, the first seven days? The first seven days is mutter to open any cash and to close it. Rashi, that's a big cooler for the first seven days. There's no Easter to make a shorim. Kosha umata is mutter. When does the Easter start? The eighth day to the 30th day. From the 30th day on, Easter to From the eighth day to the 30th day, Easter to But up until seven, up and, up and through seven, I should say up until eight, this is mutter. Up until eight is mutter. The Kalbo says no. Uh, starting the second day, it's also. What is Shitas Rabbeinu Yerucham? The Keshashal Kayoma is after six months. Up until six months, there's no Keshashal Kayoma. That seems to be a big cooler. Up until six months. From, third, third, from the fourth day, the beginning of the fourth day, till, the, till six months, Still six months in Isra Abonin. Oh, but for the first three days, there's no Isra Kesha. No Isra Kesha, you're Rabbeinu Yeruchim for the first three days. Rashi for the first seven days. The Kolbo for the first 24 hours. What's the problem, Rabbi Isai, with me opening my shoelace or making a knot? What's the problem with me uh, opening my uh, tie? I usually don't wear my tie for 24 hours. I go to sleep. It's like I take off my shoes, I don't sleep with my tie for 24 hours. 
And we want to end with the Maigato and the belt and the, the tie twist. You have to be careful. Tie tie twist, maybe make a tie twist to last more. It could be when you put away the chalice after Shalosh Suda, you twist it and you put it away for the next Shabbos. Putting away for the next Shabbos. So that already could be not eight days, but now you could be running a problem with the Kobo and also Rabbein Yeruchim. So the tie twist, good, we have to talk about the tie twist. But So what is the problem here? The problem is there are more. We were talking about Shita's Rashi and uh, the Rosh. Uh, but the Rambam held to be a Keshashel Kayoma, which is a cool in a way, that had to be made indefinitely, Oilam, indefinitely, whatever that was it. The eighth day, the 31st day, after the six months. Uh, it wasn't a Keshashel Kayoma if it was was made oilam void, was never to be opened ever again. It still is not a casual kayom to the rabbam, unless it's a maisa uman. Maisa uman. So without a maisa uman, everything is a rabbon. According to the rabbam, what about on the first day? The first day you open and close it, no one holds that's a kayom. Is it a maisa? Let's say if you did it with a maisa uman on the first day, within 24 hours. Wouldn't be a kayama, but would be a mice omen. According to the Rambam, would be a sidrabon. Okay? Now, the kesha that I make on my shoe, on my gartel, on my coat, is that a mice omen? I wouldn't know how to make a mice omen. Am I an omen? I'm not an omen. I was never trained to make knots. All that the Ramah says, but nevertheless, we don't know what a Maisa Uman is, so the Ramor comes along and asks us all double knots because we don't know what a Maisa Uman is. According to Rashi and the Rosh, Maisa Uman plays no role in this whole thing. So even if it was a Vada Maisa Uman, within 24 hours you could open it. But according to, according to the Rambam, no. Once a Maisa Uman, within 24 hours you can't open it. But what's a Maisumen? Why should we think this is a Maisumen? Well, the Ramah says because we don't know what a Maisumen is. So since we don't know what a Maisumen is, we're going to ask every double knot. So now we have a problem with the cases we suggested, with the shoe, with the tie, with the belts, and that's very right. Okay. The Mishnah verse says you have to be machna, like this. My Morgan Ramah within 24 hours. The Ocha Shulchan says, he, the Ramon didn't say you have to, he, didn't, he said every double knot has to be treated by it like a Maisuman. He doesn't say specifically within 24 hours. The Ramon never said specifically within 24 hours. The Ocha Shulchan says, I can't believe the Ramon meant it. He's talking about within 24 hours. The Ramon says, the Ocha Shulchan says, and he says, he brings down from Membeis. Membeis in parentheses, he says, I don't agree with Membeis. Who's Membeis? The Mishnah Burra. Membeis held every dungle not within 24 hours can, cannot be open because we don't know what a Maisulman is. He says, I don't believe, I don't believe there are more ever meant that. He says, every double knot has to be treated like a Maisulman after 24 hours. Oh, but not within 24 hours. Did the Ramah say only after? No. Did he say within? No. 
He just makes a blanket statement. So what does that blanket statement mean? So the Hushulchan says, he must have meant after 24 hours. The Mishnah says, no. He, he didn't say after 24 hours. He said every double nine has to be treated like a Maizuma. So if he meant after 24 hours, he should have said so. Okay? So that's what we're talking about. The Shari Chuba also agrees with Hashulchan. We're only talking after 24 hours. So now already we have what, like we say, is fake, fake law Who says that law is like the Rambam, that Maisa Uman plays a role at all? And even if Maisa Uman plays a role, who says that within 24 hours it plays a role? The Mishnah Right? I mean, no, so we'll on the Mishnah So Evsha within 24 hours, it doesn't, Evsha, Maisa Uman plays no role at all. And even if you say it plays a role, who says it plays a role within 24 hours? Now, what is the case? So if the case is a person who's a, a, a small child, a small child may fall, trip, open lace. No. Sometimes you have an older person who, again, the lace opens, trips, falls, doesn't have a good balance. We're not going to be machmer here, zichinat. Oh, if there's an Indian to be machmer, we're going to be machmer, a person who who's less likely to cause himself or to get himself hurt with an open lace. Is it a double borrower that these things are awesome? No, it's not a double borrower at all that these things are awesome. The problem in many times is with the twist. So those twists you see is different. Those twists could be there for more than 24 hours. You bought the challah on Wednesday, you bought the challah on Thursday. Right? You bought the challah Friday morning, and <laughs> the store, they had the twist there, or they knotted it there, one of the two. So the knot is a bit to tell you, open that knot, it's been there for more, t- more than 24 hours. So the about is more there for more than 24 hours. Now, are we, are we in trouble here? Do we have a major problem here? Well, so here, ready? Yechaluke days. Welcome to me, Mako. Who's the Malkam to be Mako? The Lavush says, the Shittas HaLavush, right down by the Mishnah Brewer in Shin Yud Zayin Chafal. The Lavush says, the, let's say, you, in classical case, is Band-Aids. You have Band-Aids. And the Band-Aids, you have to open up. Because that's Tfira. So it's a, a, a Tfira, so you have a Korea. Or sometimes you go to the Chinaman, you give him your shirts, and he ties it up, and you don't come for a month to pick up your shirts, and it's knotted, and then you come a month later, and you have it in your closet, more likely like the Band-Aids. The Band-Aids are sitting in your closet, could be for over a year before you opened it up. The Band-Aid I have on my fingers probably sitting there for two or three years. I usually don't need a Band-Aid. Okay, so this Band-Aid was two or three years. Did I open it on Shabbos? No, I didn't open it on Shabbos for whatever reason. But in any event, could I have opened it on Shabbos? If I wanted to open that bandit on Shabbos, could I have opened it on Shabbos? So the Lubush says yes. Why did, could you open the band-aid? Why could you open the shirts, which was knotted? Why could you open the bag that had the chalas in? Because you go by the Das HaKaisha. Who was Kaisha? Well, the store who sold you the chalas, the bakery. The Chinaman was Kaisha. So they, they're interested in you using this thing as soon as possible and going by and coming back and buy more. So the Dasa is always here. 
Come and take it. I didn't come and take it for a month. They didn't want me to, they didn't want to hold it for a month. They wanted you to come and soon as they close that night, they want you to be there. Take the shirts, bring it back the next day, get it dirty as soon as possible, bring it back the next day, and let's do business again. So the Dasakosha is this knot shouldn't be there any extended period of time. Thus the position of Lulavosh. The Mishnah Burr also brings the Dasataz. The Taz says no. You go by the knot itself. How long has that knot been there? The knot's been there for two months. Uh, this, this tefira on the band-aid was there for two years. So how could you open it? How can you open it? It's a kayoma. The tefira was a kayoma. So, the, uh, so I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be Korea. So, uh, so it's, it's an Issa Dereis. So it's an Issa Dereis. So who holds like that? The Taz. Who passes like that? And thus is the Midchis Yitzchak. Dying wife in Eretz Yisrael. Oh, Allah Shalom. He passes like that. He, if I open this band-aid on Shabbos, I would be over two Isurei Dereises. One ticket mana and one Korea Almanas Lahatir. Or the Saki, I should say. Korea Almanas Lahatir. Two Isurei Dereises I would be known. Degris Moshe says, if I opened this, not only wouldn't I be over one Isurei Dereises, I wouldn't be even anything. Does his mortar? Why is this mortar? Because of Lubush, the guy who made the bandages. Who he wanted me to come, but I couldn't come. It was still in the factory. That's. But it's the das hakoisha. He's not machmir this long on the kasher itself. Let it be opened any time. So if you're going the das hakoisha, this should be no problem at all. This bandage should be no problem at all. And this is the way the Lubush held. This is the way Ramesh Paskin, like the Lavosh. However, the Taz didn't hold like that. The Milchus Yitzchuk says the band-aid would be even Issa Dereis, two Issa Dereises. And when it came to the shirts, the shirts, the knot was there for two months, one month, a week. And the Chalapach is a Kesha and the Rabbana. Is that the Kesha and the Rabbana? How can you open such a Kesha? According to the Igrus Moshe, it wasn't a Kesha and the Rabbana. Okay, so how do you handle this? No, if you want to pass him like the Gibbs Mashi, have no problem. You want to be machmir like the Shittas uh, of those who hold Taka, you're dealing with uh, the Taz who holds, you're dealing with a potential problem. So, what could you do? You could cut the cord so you're not opening the knot, the knot is still there. Or you can cut the plastic which is holding the Chala. Uh, how could you tear that? Tearing is not mutter. I'll be show you about him. So he tell him many gregors. You tear get derech kilka. So one eighth it would be to tear it, and the other eighth it would be not to be worried. There's no problem to begin with at all. The problem now comes with the garbage bags. The garbage bag on Shabbos. Do you want a not the plastic bag? Is that mutter? This should be perhaps worse. Because who's making the knot? I'm making it. When do I have intentions of opening this knot? Never. Well, if I'm making the knot, I have never intentions of opening Thus is the Kesha Shalgomo. So Kesha So I should never be able to open or make such a knot. She couldn't be open such a knot up. I'm not opening a knot. I'm making a knot. So how could you make a knot in the garbage bag? So as far as to say, this is potentially an Issa Dereisa. 
The Shlomo Zalman Arbach is Mate. Why is he Mate? He says, this is not normally a Kesha. What is the purpose of Kesha? Kesha is normally to bring two things together. Like uh, you, you make a Kesha in your tzitzis, you have Chutim. You have eight Chutim, and you want to bring the eight Chutim together, so you make a Kesha. So it brings things together. What is the purpose of this Kesha here in this garbage bag? There's an opening there. There's a hole there. You don't want the hole to be, you don't want the opening to be there because the garbage will fall out. So why are you making Kesha? To close the hole, the opening. He says, that's not a Kesha. A Kesha is to bring two things together. To close a hole is not a Kesha. When you close the lock on your door, that's not a Kesha. Why? Because you want to close the door. No one should come in. Well, no one should go out. So now you're closing the opening, so nothing more will come in and nothing more will go out. He says, this is not a Kesha that was awesome in Atara or even awesome in the Ramonim. I they won't collect my garbage until Tuesday, and I'm making the Kesha on Shabbos. That's not a Kesha. So Yabal is not a Kesha, it's Mutter. Then he brings a Raya, from the uh, Seir Shal Yom Kippur. He says the Seir that went La Zozel on Yom Kippur, it had two horns, they used to tie the horns together in a knot. On Yom Kippur? A knot? How could you tie it on Yom Kippur a knot? So he says a knot is normally meant, like in the Gomel was meant, I want that knot to be indefinitely, forever. I made a knot in the Svina, I wanted it to be there indefinitely. Forever. Now, when I've tied the crane, tied the, the horns of the sayer, how long did he want it to be? I was also. <laughs> it wasn't going to be forever. The whole, the whole sayer was allowed also. So, Mele, that was mutter. Baharai was mutter. was done on Yom Kippur. So, something that is meant to get rid of, say allowed to get rid of. So, that is not a Kesha. Because, <laughs> there it is. Here's, here the garbage is Lazozel. But the garbage is going to remain in the garbage can until Tuesday. That doesn't matter. My carbone, when I made it, it should be Lazozel. A Kesha Lazozel is not a Kesha. A Kesha to close a hole is not a Kesha. Who says so? This is Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Arbach in Chele Gimel of the Shmer Shabbos, Kilchosa. Okay? There's another, he makes another point. He says, but what happens with the lulav? Can you make the charm on the lulav? Yontif? Could you make a cash on the lulav, the yontif? So the Gemara says that's also. So the Gemara was talking about, I'll leave it the Rambam. The Rambam says the Gemara was talking about charm. If I wanted to make a cash on the lulav, Yom Rishon was muta. Because we open up our kisharim, normally Oshana Rabbah was mefa. For less than seven days, but it was meant for more than one day? Yeah, for less than seven days. So who held less than seven days not a Kesha de Rabon? Toshitas Rashi. And thus Illinois uh, Lulov, if, if Sharm was a mitzvah, certainly a mitzvah, if it's only, it's, uh, it's not a mitzvah, it's only Hidu mitzvah, Illinois, but still, we're going to be Samachan Shitas Rashi. Going to be some Chanshitas Rashi that, in effect, that this is muta. Right? But the Gemara says that the Lulavim you could make the Sharon. So the answer was in those days the Lulavim, 
They didn't have lulav. So people would be yashin the lulav. This lulav that this person had, so he never threw out. He gave it to his son, or he used it himself uh, a year later. But the lulav was a lulav hayashin. It was an old lulav. It was white already. So it's lulavin. This is kosher. It's not mahuda. So the Ramam says, if this is the only lulav in town, and it could be yashin, and it could be white, plus it's mahuda. Mahuda is a relative thing. If this is the only one available, that's, that's a beautiful lulav. If there's no one else in town. So mele from the lulav, you have no raya that something was, which was meant had to be lulav void. Because there they ashen the lulav. But even the lulav, that if you <coughs> open the kesha, if you made a kesha in Yom Rishon, and you open it seven days later on Hoshana Rabbah, that would be muta. So the garbage bag, why should it be any different? Okay, so that's Rabbi Shlomo Salman Arbach with a big heta when it came to using the garbage bags. In Indian of tzitzis. Sometimes you look at your tzitzis during the week and you see the kesher is loose. So what do you do? You tighten it. So what do you do on Shabbos when you see a kesher is loose? Could you tighten your kesher on your on tzitzis on Shabbos? Let's say you made a kesher that in effect was a loose kesher but it couldn't be opened with one hand. It's a loose kesha. Is a loose kesha, the kesha for it to be chayef, does it have to be a strong kesha? So we pass kamika then a kesha that is a loose kesha as long as it won't fall apart. And it could stay like there, the kesha is a kesha. So now, if you hold like that, a loose kesha is a kesha. So the question is now, what if I tighten this loose kesha, did I do anything? So if the kesha is there, there are those who hold that ain't bishlach abishl. So just ain't bishlach abishl. If the kesh is there and I tighten it, it's like bishlach abishl and kesh The kesh is there. There's no problem with the kesh. On the other hand, there are those who hold, what about sphere? I, uh, I dyed this wool. It's a dyed. And I take the dyed wool and put it in a, in a uh, dying, uh, I'm going to meet Tzavet, Moan Shabbos. It's dyed already. Is there a din of ain't svi achat No, there's no din. Yesh svi achat So yesh svi achat vein bishul achat But what about kesha? Is kesha like bishul? Is kesha like tzviya? I'll go from achlekes. So they are making to tighten the kesha. That already certainly should be avoided. What about the plastic tie? What's the problem with the plastic tie? Why is this a kesha? Machai is no kesha. It certainly can be opened with one hand, but we don't pass them like Rameya that a kesha that could be opened with one hand is, hand is uh, not a kesha. But what is the problem? So uh, Shlomo Zaman says that the problem is hapesel psilis. Hapesel psilis, if you make uh, a rope on Shabbos, it's a niece of kesha. Because the psilis is main, normally meant little blood. So hapaisal psilis is chayef. So they, Rabbi Shalom holds, this is hapaisal psilis. But as he said, psilis becomes mamish guf echot. Hapaisal psilis you can't undo with one hand. Oh, but this you could do, and this doesn't become a psilis. 
So there are those who hold that what Shlomo Zalman held, assuming you're going to leave this for more than 24 hours. Within 24 hours, okay, you can open and close it. But sometimes you close this for Sholosh Suda, and now it's seven days later, or eight days later, or sometimes even more, and now you want to open the toy. Could you do that? And Shlomo Zalman says, no, you can't do that. Or maybe he became the Mahmadir. When it came to a sling, how do you... A person needs a sling. And he needs to make an art. So, and sometimes the sling is meant there for 7, 10, 12 days, maybe two weeks. So it's starting to say that that sling that he's putting on his hand could be a holopochus, a rabbonin, a holopochus. Okay, so bow it. Ah, the bow wouldn't stay. Okay, so use a pin and uh, pin it together so it stays. Balloon, what about making balloons? You know, you want to make the balloon for the kid and make uh, tie it up. So if you want to make a balloon for the kid and tie it up, so I thought there were that's just closing the hole to keep the air in. And the question is, how long is the balloon going to stay for this kid? Is it going to be last for more than 20 or 4 hours? Better not to do it. Slipknot, slipknot, if you know how to, they say slipknots can remain forever if you know how to make it. And those are my zoomen. So a slipknot is certainly something to be concerned about. Today, the solution to many of these problems is Velcro. One Moloch site in the Sefer Torah had you tie it Sefer Torah. You had two strings, and you had, you had one string, but you had to tie it, and you had a bow it, you had a knot and a bow on top, and you did it mincha time, and you have to open it uh, Monday for Shachris, or Thursday you did it, and you have to open it Shachris, so Mela, they used to tuck it in. They, used to, they didn't make the bow on top. Many times they tucked it in. Sometimes it fell apart. Today that problem seemingly doesn't exist because the solution to that problem became uh, Velcro. So the Velcro solves the problem with the Sefer Torah. What about making sitzes on Shabbos? Prima Goddess and Masupik, maybe I can make sitzes on Shabbos. How could you make tzitzes on Shabbos? And the answer was, I'm making tzitzes on Shabbos with the intentions of opening it Motsari Shabbos. So it's not going to last 24 hours. And it's not a... Okay, so I, it's, it's a double knot. But it's not in, it's going to last 24 hours. And I don't have tzitzes. It's also a Malka Mitzvah. So the Baal Malka Mitzvah have no tzitzes on Shabbos. I'll make tzitzes on Shabbos with the intentions of opening Motsari Shabbos. Is that Motsari so the prima gaudium is masupic. Why should he say that's mutter? So if you're going to go by the dasa kaisha, I mean, he's the kaisha. Well, but even though he's the kaisha, the bi'halacha didn't want to buy that. Why did the bi'halacha didn't want to buy it? That's normally not the way you make sherm and sisters to open it with Tzayi Shabbos. But if you say the dasa kaisha, this is the way normally people who make knots, this is the way they make it, the intentions of opening it, go open it as soon as possible. Oh, but that's not the way that tzitzis works. Normally, you don't make a knot in tzitzis and say, go open it up as soon as possible. Not in tzitzis, a kayoma. Anyone wants free tapes or CDs, they're here. Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.